please, please do me a huge favor and never, ever, ever, I mean, never sample food in your retailer or at the farmer's market that hasn't been washed. Hi, I'm Maria, otherwise known as the Fit Foodie. I'm a chef, holistic nutritionist, author, inventor, and mom. And I want to welcome you to my podcast. It's called Recipes for Your Best Life. And with every episode, I'm peeling back the onion on fitness, nutrition, health, wellness, and family. The truth is, you're the chef of your life. And for every important pillar, there's a great recipe worth sharing. So every week, we'll explore them together. Think of it as food for thought that you can really sink your teeth into. So join me and let's squeeze the joy out of this life because you only get one. Can I get a fork, yeah? Pesticides, pathogens, parasites, pink slime, compounded by food recalls, outbreaks and fatalities, making regular headlines. Guys, it's enough to make a fit foodie lose her lunch. If the stories of the very sustenance that are supposed to be good for us end up in a stomach-turning scary tale, then are we doomed to an existence of processed, prefabbed, irradiated foods with an infinite shelf life? The simple answer is not a chance. Fresh food is the catalyst that brings us together. It's the fuel for our nourishment. And it's a source of pride and pleasure for those who love preparing and consuming it, thankfully. It's less about fear factor than it is about empowerment. And it's our responsibility to be informed enough to ask the right questions. I mean, I've made my family practically slide under the table when we go out to eat. I've asked restaurants, is your seafood wild caught? How do you wash your salad greens? Do you have white flour alternatives? Uh, when was the last time you changed the condiments? Because it's my right and I feel my duty to protect my family and myself. And it all started that day that my dad got cancer. He is a scientist all my life. He's been the pillar of good health. He's been the pillar of strength. And when he got cancer, everything changed. He was told to avoid raw food, including raw vegetables, because of the risk of foodborne illness. And foodborne illness, aka the bacteria that you can get from things like fresh produce and meats, and you know, it comes in the form of E. coli and salmonella and listeria. You know, they hit headlines all the time. We've seen the industry ravaged by it, even in fresh leafy greens like romaine lettuce. So innocuous. I mean, at the end of the day, shouldn't we be loading up our, our plates with fresh food like romaine lettuce? But when my dad was told to avoid raw produce, it really made me think. We have a duty to educate on ourselves on how to protect our plates because we are the last line of defense. Now, this is not about creating widespread panic and paranoia with every bite, but I, I can't help but thinking 
that if we don't unite as an informed community, sort of protectors of the plate, if you will, kind of a new kind of superhero, that we could at least empower a collective consciousness. I mean, until now, we still are up against the Goliaths of the world as, um, you know, as a company that's created a line of produce washes when the industry still claims that produce washes aren't effective, aren't effective. Well, have they tested every produce wash on the market? I haven't seen any of their studies on our product, but I know that we've had many, many third-party studies showing the efficacy of our Eat Cleaner products. My point is, this is not about selling my product. This is about how do we protect our plates? And if my dad, as a cancer survivor, was being told to avoid raw produce, but all he should have been eating was clean, healthy produce and a lot of raw produce at that to get the full benefit of the probiotics and enzymes and the nutrients that would get destroyed if they were cooked. You know, how do I protect him? And that was really why we created Eat Cleaner, so that we could give people like my dad and you and children and pregnant women and anybody with an autoimmune issue, or quite frankly, everybody, because anybody can get sick from foodborne illness, a way to properly protect their plates and clean their produce. Aside from that, we have to just really think with our, with our eyes open. And I, I want to share with you seven ways that you can protect your plate. Hopefully, these seven tips will help you navigate the food forest in a way more fruitful way. Number one is to shop with your eyes wide open. You may have checked your list, maybe checked it twice, but knowing what to look for is really important. You want to steer clear of canned foods that are dented and jars with broken seals as air can get in there and contaminate the contents. And you want to choose seafood that's properly refrigerated or iced. I mean, I see it all the time where you'll see seafood that's sitting out and it's not properly chilled. Stay away. With dairy items, you want to make sure that the foods have been properly chilled and purchased by the suggested enjoy by date. Now, if you smell it and make sure you use your senses or you taste it and it's gone off, dump it down the drain. Don't take a chance. It's just really not worth it. Number two is avoid the ads and ad knots. What I mean by that is there are over 14,000 additives that are used in commercially prepared foods today. Some are way more complicated and potentially dangerous than others. And manufacturers, restaurateurs, and those who make our food are not always required to disclose the hazards. So becoming knowledgeable, and I would call it uh, labelese, the language of labels, is really, really important. Read the labels on your foods and avoid artificial chemicals, colors, chemical preservatives, bleached white flour, hydrogenated fats, and eight-syllable words that you can't pronounce. Because if you can't pronounce it, does it really belong on your plate? I mean, you got your smartphone. If there's something on the label that you don't understand, look it up. Find out what it is 
before you buy. It's really important if you are buying packaged foods to know what is getting into your food, what's on your plate. Number three is to pick your produce wisely. The truth is before your fruit and veggies reach you, they've likely traveled an average of about 1,500 miles. And the further food travels, the more potential points of contamination. So try and shop for what's in season. Ask your retailer, your green grocer, where that food comes from. They should know who they're buying their food from. And when you're picking your produce, try and avoid bruised or cut skin as this can become a breeding ground for bacteria and contamination. And please, please, please do me a huge favor and never, ever, ever, I mean never, sample food in your retailer or at the farmer's market that hasn't been washed. And water's not enough, y'all. Water's not enough. Those foods are usually picked and packed in the field. And they could be seething with the stuff you don't want to put in your mouth, like worms and parasites and fertilizers and all kinds of agricultural contaminants. And that goes for organic too. Just because it's organic doesn't mean that you should put it in your mouth if it hasn't been washed properly. Please do me that favor. Number four is give your food a real wash. Just on the hinges of that topic You don't rinse your hands with water, so why would you do the same with the fruit and vegetables that come from the ground? You know, contaminants from the handling soils, from or from the handling, from soils, from dirt, from residue, from chemicals, from fertilizers, and all of those hands that are coming into contact with your food, they can carry harmful bacteria. And that bacteria often gets trapped under the surface of non-water-soluble waxes. So nowadays, a lot of our produce is getting waxed. Yes, they're adding wax so that the produce lasts longer. The problem is it's trapping everything under the surface. The same goes for pesticide residue. You can't remove pesticide residue with water alone if it's not water-soluble. So my recommendation is remove all of those outermost leaves, scrub the edible skin, and then clean your produce properly. We created the Eat Cleaner line to give you that peace of mind. You like that peace of mind? A casual rinse under the sink is not going to cut it. Number five is don't let your fowl go foul. When it comes to salmonella, both of them, the chicken and the egg, can be a breeding ground for bacteria. But chicken is the number one cause of salmonella. And handling these foods with the utmost care is really important. And cooking them properly is so essential. Get yourself a good thermometer, a meat thermometer, because you can't judge a bird by its color. Just because it looks nice and golden brown doesn't mean it's cooked properly from the inside. Also, preventing cross-contamination is really important. That fecal soup, you know, that liquid that the chicken is swimming in, and it accounts for about 15% of your chicken's weight, by the way, um, is a breeding ground of bacteria. So check out our Eat Cleaner Seafood and Poultry Wash. Use that and clean your seafood and poultry properly, and then wash your hands regularly when you're handling both raw chicken and eggs, and definitely avoid contact with your mouth. Um, It's really important that 
you wash your hands after touching raw chicken or eggs or any other raw protein or produce for that matter. And if you're wondering, what should I cook my chicken to? The internal temperature of cooked chicken and dishes containing eggs. So cooked chicken should be around 165, cooked poultry on the whole, and then eggs 160. So 165 and 160 respectively. Invest in a good meat thermometer. Doesn't have to be a fancy one. Just get yourself one and use it religiously. Number six is select your seafood safely. You shouldn't smell seafood before you see it coming. If there's a strong odor or a real funkiness, send it back. Don't even take a risk. It's just not worth it. And if you're at a restaurant, don't ever hesitate to ask whether it's fresh, when it came in, if it's wild caught or farm raised, any question should be answered. And if you're ordering raw fish or dishes like sushi or ahi pokey, really pay attention to the temperature. If they're not sufficiently refrigerated or on ice, don't even take a gamble. So many people I know have gotten so ill from eating ahi pokey that was not prepared properly or sushi that was not handled properly. And I always say go wild. Opt for wild caught seafood because it's the, the, the food is eating the right food. It's eating what nature intended versus what it could be eating when it's on a farm. Less risk of parasites, all kinds of benefits nutritionally from wild caught seafood because it's eating the right food. A lot of the seafood right now that you're finding in your store is farm raised. And when it's farm raised, it's usually raised in closed quarters that can spread disease and bacteria way more rampantly than their line caught counterparts. So a good rule of thumb is to go wild. And you can also check out the Monterey Bay Aquarium Seafood Watch program. They have a really cool guide that you can download that uh, highlights the safest seafood to eat at any time. And the most ocean-friendly choices too, because being sustainable is part of clean eating. And the last one is to chill out. You know, temperature, I've talked a little bit about this. It's so critical that your food is cold when it's supposed to be cold. You know, and especially when the temperatures start rising in the summer, heat can become a breeding ground for bacteria. Heat multiplies bacteria like gangbusters. So when it comes to perishables like meat, dairy, fresh fruit and veggies and anything cut, you want to make sure that it's ice on ice or it's refrigerated properly. And if you're not taking a direct route home from the store, it's a good idea to tote your own insulated grocery bag or bring some ice packs with you. And if you're going to a picnic or a barbecue away from home, make sure to pack a, clean, a cooler and plenty of ice. Perishable food, as a rule of thumb, should never sit out for more than two hours. And if the temperature is above 90 degrees Fahrenheit, one hour is the absolute max. Being food safe and being a protector of your plate is just as important as what you're putting into your body. 
I want you to think about every bite as being an opportunity to heal, to strengthen, to boost your energy, your vitality. And a travesty that we're seeing over and over again is the harmful effects of foodborne illness and improper food handling. In the United States alone, there are over 48 million reported cases of foodborne illness. And the vast majority of that could have been avoided. Of that huge number, over 3,000 will lose their lives. It just, it just doesn't need to happen. So take the time to learn the seven ways to protect your plate. I hope you share this. Pass this on to the people you love. I know that it was really important. Um, a friend of mine, she became paralyzed at 27 after eating tainted ahi tuna at a well-known Orange County restaurant. And her mother told me, if only we would have known, if only we would have been aware that even at a really nice restaurant that these things can happen. It's in your hands and it's your it's it's your right. You have absolute permission to ask questions and to be an educated consumer. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Recipes for Your Best Life. Please check out the other episodes. And if you've found some benefit here, I would love for you to share this and for, for you to share a review um, and pass on the good stuff. We'll see you soon. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I know you have a lot of choices out there of what to listen to, what to watch. So it means a lot to me that you're here with me. And hey, if you love this content, would you hit the subscribe button? I want you around. I don't want you to just show up for one episode and leave. I want you here, part of the conversation, a seat at this table. And while you're at it, would you share this with your friends and family? And if you take a screenshot and share it on your social media with a hashtag RFYBL for recipes for your best life, I'll make sure to personally give you a shout out and you may just be featured right here on the show. So until next time, here's to living deliciously and being the chef of your best life.